This is Rich Jones, host of Jacksonville's Morning News. Heard weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. Thanks for listening to our Jacksonville's Morning News podcast. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and the Mark K Show. Don't forget, head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Great, unique state. And I think that as the next governor, I want to keep it a great state. I want to build. I also let him know that I would be happy to help him do any and everything that we can do to rally behind his campaign to be successful in November. This thing is not about me. It never has been and it never will be. This race is about every last single one of us. Ron DeSantis and Andrew Gillum dispatch longtime political names and Adam Putnam and Gwen Graham as team coverage continues. After yesterday's primaries in Florida, we do have to note something of historical significance in this year's elections, and that is in two big southern states there will be young African-American Democrats leading their state party tickets for governor both in Florida and Georgia. 39-year-old Tallahassee Mayor Andrew Gillum won the Democratic nomination last night in Florida, and in Georgia Stacey Abrams is just 44 years old as she makes a bid for governor. Whether they can win in November is a much different question, as if Democrats are going to make big gains this year, those races for governor are two races to watch. Washington insider Jamie Dupree leading our team coverage uh, in D.C. and at WOKV.com. The president weighing in just 10 minutes ago saying not only did Congressman Ron DeSantis easily win the Republican primary, his opponent is his biggest dream, a failed socialist mayor named Andrew Gillum, who has allowed crime and many other problems to flourish in his city. This is not what Florida wants or needs. The president uh, got involved early in this race with an endorsement of Ron DeSantis, helping to propel him uh, from in the lower range of awareness statewide uh, to really overshadowing and taking over Adam Putnam. Art Vandenhouten with Flagler College, our political expert here, uh, with live continuing coverage this morning as we begin with the Republican ticket, the Trump impact was pretty significant to get DeSantis' name statewide recognition. He had name recognition here in Northeast Florida. Oh, it was significant. I mean, it was dramatic, right? I mean, the way in which the president weighed into the race and suddenly turned Ron DeSantis into the front runner um, was stunning. And it just shows how strong of an influence the president is in the Republican Party, both nationwide, but more particularly in Florida. So we can see the the narrative that the Republican ticket will use uh, to target Andrew Gillum. Uh, first off, from Gillum's perspective, how did he close the gap? Because he'd been trailing in the polls to Gwen Graham and even uh, Phil Levine uh, early on in this thing. First off, how did he close the gap, you think? Well, I think it was noted right in the, in the, um, the comments a couple of minutes ago, he really ran a campaign much like Stacey Abrams up in Georgia, right? There was a real effort to mobilize African-American turnout, but then there was also a real strong effort to mobilize kind of a more urban, progressive um, voter. So he also, right, he, he got big numbers, obviously, in Duval County, but then also in the southern counties right down in Miami-Dade and Broward. And they clearly had a lot of momentum. They had money coming late. They had the Bernie Sanders visit um, and the endorsement. And that proved to be significant to just mobilize people to come out to vote and to um, turn what clearly was early on a long shot candidate ultimately into the victor over a, you know, a, a wide field. But also what you would think on paper in 2018 would be a pretty impressive um Democratic candidate and Gwen Graham. So with the president saying a failed socialist mayor named Andrew Gillum, who's allowed crime and many other problems to flourish in his city, how does the Gillum campaign handle the attacks that are likely to come their way from the president? Can it hurt and help him at the same time? 
Yeah, this is this is the thing, right? Is how do you respond when um, President Trump sort of adopts his trademark style? Um, and people who've tried to stand toe to toe and and punch back um, often don't find that successful. So I think there's probably going to be an effort to be a kind of more um, you know dignified candidate who stands up and uh, you know sort of argues for the things that he thinks are vital. But also, as you just said, what's crucial here is this will mobilize turnout among Democrats. I mean, I think we're going to see a pretty, uh, it's going to be a pretty interesting race, um, and it's going to be a pretty combative race. And I think also from the comments of um, Congressman DeSantis last night, but then also the president this morning, it's going to be a lot pressed on what we would think of as cultural issues, right? There's going to be the bit about socialism. There's going to be a bit about um, kind of playing, you know, questions about fidelity to the Constitution and about um, Second Amendment rights. And um, I mean, I think we're going to see a pretty spirited, combative campaign here. Which of those uh, uh, topics will be driving the race for Florida Senate between Bill Nelson and Governor Rick Scott just ahead? Game on for the Florida Senate with Rick Scott looking to unseat Bill Nelson. Live team coverage continues with Flagler College political science uh, expert uh, Art Vandenhouten. And as we look to that Florida Senate race, are the issues similar to the race for Florida governor or are they really taking a lot more of a national tone? Uh, they'll take a national tone. Um, I think the president will still be an issue, um, but there'll be this effort to kind of uh, connect the national issues to the, you know, concerns locally in Florida. Um, you know, the big issue I think that, that Governor Scott will run on is kind of dysfunction in Washington. I mean, you can already see him pushing on that. Um, he'll try to thread the needle of being supportive of the president, but not being too close to him. We've already seen him kind of try to develop that strategy already. Um, and I think, you know, for Governor, I mean, for Senator Nelson, uh, the big thing is going to be trying to mobilize voters to, you know, come out and support him. In that respect, I think he's got to be pretty happy about the win of Andrew Gillum because it should um, mobilize Democrats to turn out the vote, and they're yeah. going to vote for Bill Nelson over Rick Scott. Yeah, I was going to say, does Nelson embrace Gillum? Because Gillum runs more left of him. He got a lot of endorsement from the likes of Bernie Sanders in the Senate versus a Bill Nelson, which is a, maybe a little bit more of the middle-of-the-road sort of Democrat. Right. I think he, you know, I think he endorses him, obviously calls for support, but probably keeps a little bit of distance and the calculation being, okay, I've got to you know, I've got to kind of appeal to voters in the center, and I don't want to necessarily get dragged too far to the left. But he'll remain confident that Gillum voters will vote for him, that they're not going to vote for Rick Scott. So um, I think he's got a pretty straightforward strategy that can probably work to his advantage. It's going to be fascinating run up to uh, to campaigning and election day. Ten weeks from today, we should hopefully know the outcome of the 2018 midterm elections. And we'll be here for every step of the way. Art, appreciate the insight as well. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right. Art Van Houten with uh, Flagler uh, College uh, here in Northeast Florida and some really good political insight. Next half hour, our political insider, um, uh, Washington insider, Jamie Dupree, and also Rick Mullaney will be by as we dig a little bit deeper into those key races. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.